0: Good morning and welcome to Day 10 of Morning Prayer with St. Cuthbert. Let us pray. This is a prayer by the Venerable Bede. Open our hearts, O Lord, and enlighten our minds by the grace of Thy Holy Spirit, that we may seek what is well-pleasing to Thy will, and so order our doings after Thy commandments That we may be found meet to enter into thine unending joys through jesus christ our lord amen our psalm this morning is psalm 11. in the lord have i taken refuge how then can you say to me flee like a bird to the hills for see how the wicked bend the bow and fit their arrows to the string to shoot from their shadows at the true of heart. When the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold. His eyelids try every mortal being. The Lord tries the righteous as well as the wicked. But those who delight in violence, his soul abhors. Upon the wicked he shall rain coals of fire and burning sulphur. Scorching wind shall be their portion to drink. For the Lord is righteous, and loves righteous deeds. And those who are upright shall behold his face. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end amen god of heaven when the foundations are shaken and there is no escape test us but not to destruction look on the face of your anointed and heal us in jesus christ your son amen The Gospel reading begins in Luke chapter 7 at verse 18. The disciples of John reported all these things to him, and John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And when the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? In that hour he healed many people of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and on many who were blind he bestowed sight, and he answered them, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. When John's messengers had gone, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go to see a man dressed in soft clothing behold those who are dressed in splendid clothing and live in luxury are in king's courts what then did you go out to see a prophet yes i tell you and more than a prophet this is he of whom it is written behold i send my messenger before your face Who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, none is greater than John. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he." When all the people heard this, and the tax collectors too, they declared God just, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the purpose of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. To what then shall I compare the people of this generation? And what are they like? They are like children, sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come eating no bread and drinking no wine, and you say, he has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by all her children. Here ends the Gospel reading. O spring in the desert, O shelter from the heat, O light in the darkness, O guide for our feet, O joy in our sadness, O support for the weak, O Lord, with us always, your presence we seek. Amen. Chapter Ten of Bede's Life of Cuthbert. Inside the monastery, the man of God performed more and more signs and wonders, and his reputation kept pace. There was a nun called Aebbe, a real mother of the Lord's handmaids, in charge of the convent of Coldingham, honoured for piety and nobility alike, for she was King Oswiu's sister she sent to Cuthbert to ask if he would come and exhort the community. So kind a request could not be refused. He came and stayed a few days, showing them the way of righteousness indeed, as well as word. He was in the habit of rising at the dead of night, while everyone else was sleeping, to go out and pray. "'returning just in time for morning prayers. "'One night one of the monks watched him creep out, "'then followed him stealthily to see where he was going "'and what he was about. "'Down he went towards the beach, beneath the monastery, "'and out into the sea, "'until he was up to his arms and neck in deep water.' The splash of the waves accompanied his vigil throughout the dark hours of the night. At daybreak, he came out, knelt down on the sand, and prayed. Then, two otters, bounded out of the water, stretched themselves out before him, warmed his feet with their breath, and tried to dry him on their fur. They finished, received his blessing, and slipped back to their watery home. Cuthbert was soon home, and was in the choir at the proper time with the rest of the monks. But the brother who had spied on him from the cliffs... "'returned with faltering steps, fear-stricken and distressed. "'He prostrated himself before Cuthbert, "'and in tears craved pardon for his stupidity and presumption, "'quite sure that Cuthbert knew the cause of his discomfort. "'Why, what is wrong?' "'What have you done?' asked the saint. Have you been spying on my night's work? I will forgive you, but only if you promise not to tell anyone while I am still alive. In this he followed his master, who, when he had revealed the glory of his majesty on the mount, warned the disciples, saying, Tell no man until the Son of Man has been risen again from the dead. The brother promised, received a blessing, and was freed from guilt and embarrassment he had so rashly incurred. But the silence he preserved while Cuthbert was living, he more than made up for once the saint was dead. We come to our intercessions. This is a prayer of St. Edmund Rich, 13th century, Archbishop of Canterbury. Into thy hands, O Father and Lord, we commend our souls and bodies, our parents and homes, friends and helpers, neighbors and kindred colleagues and governors brethren departed all folk rightly believing and all who need thy pity and protection. Light us all with thy holy grace, and suffer us never to be separated from thee, O Lord in Trinity, God everlasting. Amen. The Collect Prayer after St. Augustine. Almighty God, you have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless till they find their rest in you. Pour your love into our hearts, and draw us to yourself, and so bring us at the last to your heavenly city, where we shall see you face to face. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. And we pray as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And finally, a prayer for ourselves. This is a prayer of King Alfred the Great Lord God Almighty, shaper and ruler of all thy creatures. We pray Thee of Thy great mercy to guide us to Thy will, to make our minds steadfast, to strengthen us against temptation, to put far from us all unrighteousness. Shield us against our foes, seen and unseen. Teach us that we may inwardly love Thee before all things with a clean mind, and a clean body. For Thou art our Maker and Redeemer, our help and our comfort, our trust and our hope, now and evermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.